Welcome, welcome to Untapped Potential for today, Tuesday, March 19th, 2022. I am your host, Simone Matthew, and it is great to be back here with you for another packed hour of Untapped Potential. This is the place we come each and every Tuesday to get powered up for the week ahead. We stop by to listen to an inspirational conversation, an inspirational interview. We enjoy some good Caribbean music, and we also enjoy a tip of the day as well as a featured video. So today, it is no exception. We have another full hour of programming for you today, and I am so happy that you're making some time to stop by to be a part of the program. If you're a loyal listener, we want to thank you for your support, and if this is your first time joining us, we hope that we will convince you to become a loyal listener of the program. So welcome, welcome to Untapped Potential for today, uh, Tuesday, uh, April 19th, 2022. I hope that the weather is beautiful in your area. Uh, the weather down here in McDonough, Georgia has been back and forth, kind of cloudy, cloudy and overcast with a mix of a little bit of drizzle and some sunshine. But is it just me or does it feel like winter is just hanging on forever? I mean, it is already the middle of April and we're still experiencing winter conditions, especially if you're up in the northeastern part of the United States. So, for, so wherever you're listening to us from, if you're joining us from Dominica, the Caribbean region, or the rest of the world, we want to in, we want to thank you for being here for another episode of Untapped Potential. Um, our interview today is one that we did via Facebook Live, and it is the story, unfortunately, of two young people who suffered a devastating loss. They lost all their worldly possession in a fire back on February 27th. They're still both quite distraught, so their mom um, stopped by to tell us all about what they experienced and also to try to generate some funds, some donations for her two children. So the name of the two young people are Ninka and Carl Lewis, and their mom, Leanthea, stopped by to tell us about what they experienced and what they're currently going through as they try to put their lives back together. So again, it was another power, um, power packed interview. So I want to present to you the entire interview and I'm hoping that you will stay tuned for the information that she provides at the end of the program so that you too can make a donation to this worthy cause. I've already gone ahead and made a donation to them and I'm hoping that you as well will go ahead and make a donation in any kind. If you're in Dominica, you can probably reach out to them um, via the numbers provided to see what their needs are. And if you're in the US, the rest of the Caribbean, there are also other options to be able to donate. So again, you know, we all have to help each other. So many of us have so many great needs right now because of the economy, the world, and everything that is going on. But we also have to be grateful that uh, some people have it even worse than we are. And speaking of gratitude, you know, we always like to start the program off on a note of gratitude. So 
what are you grateful for um, today? What are you grateful for this week? As always, I am grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the health of my family members. And I'm also grateful for our mental health because it is so important to preserve our mental health during this time. And I hope that this program kind of helps in this way since it's it's meant to be a very uplifting program, a program to lift our spirits each and every Tuesday. And we are so grateful for TDN Radio for providing us with this platform for doing so. So as we get the program off and started today, I want you to enjoy this number. Uh, me, Deba, woi, woi, woi. You know, I hope you were able to observe your lentil sacrifices if you're Catholic. And I certainly did observe my lentil sacrifices. But now it's back to the booyah music. It's back to the the soca music, back to the calypso music, back to all the music that I sacrificed for Lent. So uh, it is truly a beautiful day and I'm looking forward to enjoying the music again. So enjoy this number entitled uh, Me Deba from Jeff, Joe and the Gramax band, Kadas Music out of Dominica. And then stay tuned for the interview and don't forget to stay past the interview for our featured video on Push Past 10 and also our most motivational tip of the week for this week. So again, enjoy this number and stay tuned for the interview as well as the rest of the program.
struggling to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Pushpass Nation, come on in, check in, post a message, let us know that you're here. Uh, Simone Matthew here coming to you to share a very important, a very heart-wrenching story with you. Today we are joined by Miss Olympia uh, uh, Packett, and she's here to tell us all about that very devastating fire that we heard back in February 27th of this year, where her two children, um, Ninka Lewis and Carl Lewis, unfortunately lost all their possessions. So come on in, check in, share the live, let everyone know that we are here. We are here to share community as we seek to assist these young people who are both very industrious young people trying to make a life for themselves. And unfortunately, a fire completely destroyed their land. So let's go ahead and give a warm welcome to our guest as she introduces herself and she tells us about what happened in that fire. And unfortunately, you know, I think they're still reeling from the impact of the fire. So neither Ninka nor Carl is here with us today, but again, their mom is here to represent um, them. And she's such a dedicated mom. You know, we've been in constant contact over the last couple of days and she's just been telling me everything that her family is going through right now. So without any further ado, uh, please go ahead and uh, introduce Hi, Simone. Thank you for having me again. I am Leanne Packet. I am from the village of Grand Bay, from the Commonwealth of Dominica. Those who do not know, it's a Caribbean island. I am very saddened by the incident of that fire which occurred. Actually, I am a self-employed single mom. I have three adult children. Ninka actually is the second, and Carl is the last. Carl has been with Ninka living in that one-bedroom apartment in Granby. Since I traveled for over the holidays, actually, I am out of state just for a few months. I traveled just recently. And it, it was really sad that as soon as I traveled, I, I mean, a few weeks after I traveled, I got this sad phone call and it really hurt as a mother not being on island, getting this very sad news about a fire. As we know in life, we sometimes don't really expect the unexpected. It was indeed an unexpected situation that occurred, resulting from a fire. And this fire occurred as a result of a neighbor, a relative neighbor who is not of strong mind, he had candles in his house at night, during the night, and it was very early, about seven o'clock in the evening when he put the candles to light. And apparently he went out with his um, partner and they forgot to put off the candle and they came back, they thought of coming back very late in the evening. So it didn't take long after they left I think the candle maybe fell, but we don't know exactly what happened. But the candle got in contact with clothing, and then that fire took place. So whilst um, the, his place was on fire from the inside, it was not easy for the neighbors to observe. They only observed the fire at the point when it really took the wooden structure from his end. 
And because both structures will have very close range because we are all related. And so they live in the same area. By the time neighbors saw that fire and called the fire department, and they also took their, their hose from the their area trying to put that fire out, it was not simple because that fire went ablaze very quickly because both structures were wooden structures. So within minutes, that fire consumed everything. The steam light of a one bedroom hose went down within minutes. And unfortunately, she and Carl were out in the village and were not able to salvage anything from that fire. And she also she's also an electrician by profession. So all her electrical tools were also damaging that fire. So that's another plea she has been bringing forward to get assistance with some electrical tools and to assist her to get some stuff to help her build up. Because we have been doing our best as a family. I'm a single parent. I'm also self-employed as a project manager. But it is not easy to recover everything that was in that structure because I know she had almost every living thing there Mm -hmm. Since um, after the um, hurricane, that structure was built recently after Hurricane Maria. So I know after she built that structure, she would have we also worked together to build up and put everything there that she can have to use as a person living in a in a one bedroom or so. Yeah. Honestly, and yeah, and I and I want us to get a better sense of uh, who your children are, who Ninka and Carl are, because I think you were so proud of them as their mom. So kind of just tell us about life before the fire. You said um, Ninka is an electrician, which I think is quite impressive for a young lady in Dominica. So kind of just tell us what their life was like before the fire. Well, before the fire... When I thought of traveling for a few months, actually it's first time I left them out of Dominica for more than two months. And it, it, you know, I mean, it was not an easy decision. When I told them that I was planning to travel to visit some relatives that I've not seen for so many years. And I, I also wanted a little break from Dominica. I decided to get out during the holidays to take a few months out. So Ninka was the first one who said, yes, mommy, you can go. and. Carl will be okay. Carl will be okay with me. Um, he will be with me. I have a one-bedroom apartment. Everything is there. Carl can be there with me. So I said, it's okay. No problem. I will all, I'll still be in your life whilst I travel. So I, I am that mother who is very close to all my children. Mm -hmm. My first child is a boy. His name is Tariq. Ninka is the second. And Carl third. Ninka actually became an electrician about three years, three years ago, there was a program at the college and she was called to sign up for this program. Mm -hmm. And you know, back home, people have that mentality that most electricians are male. Right, but, unfortunately. Yeah. So when mm -hmm. that program came about, I told Ninka, you know, mommy is an educationalist. I believe in education because sometimes I do part-time lecturing when the opportunity comes, but it's not really a full-time thing. So I, I also do research paper to assist people and students who have challenges in doing research when they have challenges, because some people do not have the patience to you know, go to the computer and do some work. So I've been pushing Ninka. So when that opportunity came, I said, Ninka, try to do something that you like. So it was a maintenance course, but the, 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 the top thing about it was electricals. So she told me, mommy, it's more for men. I tell her, go, register. If you like it and they accept you, go ahead. They accepted her. When she started the program, she told me, mommy, there are 16 male in that class and two females. Mm. I said, wow, two females? I tell her, it's all right, go. Just give it your best shot. I know your potential. I know you are intelligent. I know you are a student in school. Go and do it. She said, yes, mommy, I'm going. I tell her, give it your all. And she gave it her oil, and I was confident that she would also top the class. Right. At the end of, this, of the training, her tutor called and told me, do you know Ninka top the class? I said, I'm not surprised. I know her potential. I know mm -hmm. she's intelligent. Then he said, we, she, actually, she got valedictorian, and we would like her to come and give a speech during the graduation and receive an award and so forth. So when I broke the news with Ninka, she was like, mom, I am not like you, brave and I am scared of the camera. I am scared of people. And 
to talk in public. I said, it's all right, nigga, but go and just say a few words. That's all you have to do. And then she got the award. I was at the graduation. I was really proud seeing that my daughter talked the class, talked yes. men. Yes. And then she worked with Burton's and Company for a little while. That was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, a lot of people back home lost their jobs. So she had to go back to, she had to start as a, a self-employed. So I told mm-hmm. her, register your business so that people can get better recognition. I did that with her. She registered it. And then she decided she's going to do self-employed until something comes up. And I have been with her, supporting her to get little jobs around and so forth. But we know how hard it can be sometimes for, especially a female electrician, to really push through. Mm-hmm. But many people who she did jobs for accepted her for her work. And then I was proud of, again, when I met some guys who worked in government, because I was also employed with government for many years. So I knew a lot of the, the government electricians. One met me in town and he said, Leonfield, I want to tell you something about your daughter. I did do some testing on some electrical works in some areas, and I was told she was the one who did the electrical wiring. And I said, yes, I know she's an electrician. He said, yes, you should be proud of her because all the houses that she did electrical wiring for, she passed our test. Wow. So it seems like she was getting set to break some glass ceilings in Dominica, breaking the barriers that electricians are only male yeah. in Dominica. So I can tell that you're just beaming with pride with regards to who your daughter, Ninka Lewis. And unfortunately, you know, she's not feeling her best, so she cannot be here with us today. But tell us a little bit about Carl as well, your son. Well, Carl actually is about 19 years. Okay, Carl has not really been employed full time. Right. Carl was was called for an interview because the mother I am, I really push them. Because we know teenagers and young adults, sometimes they need that drive. Yes. So I, I take pleasure in driving them to reach their goals because I am a goal achiever myself. So when I, when I, before I left, I sent a few applications out for them. Then mm-hmm. Carl was called and the people also called me because I also put my numbers sometimes in case they do not get them. They can also contact me. So they did not get Carl and they immediately called me. And they spoke to me and they told me that um, Carl um, was accepted to an interview for a job at, at, at one of the companies. And they gave me the date and told me, try to get in touch with him. They also want to talk to him before the interview. So I called Carl and I told him about the interview. That was before the fire. So he was very excited. Mm-hmm. But that same week, he had to go to that interview. It was about the same week, a few days after the fire. And he was like, Mom, I am... My shoes, everything burning the fire. My mm-hmm. shoes, my good clothing, and so forth. How can I go to that interview? You are not on island. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, try to go. He was like, mom, no, I'm not feeling for it. Wow. I do not want to go to the interview, and then I did not do well. I am just mm-hmm. not feeling because I'm still feeling that pain of my sister and that fire. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he did not go to the interview. Mm-hmm. So since then, that's where he is. He's waiting. We sent out some applications again, and I told him, try to build up, you know, this courage in case he's called again for an interview that he gets that courage. And mm-hmm. we will deal with the fire incident in a different way because I know their personal effects also other than food. They yeah. are young. Yeah. I, I take yeah. care of, of food for them and mm-hmm. certain personal effects that I can manage you know, mm-hmm. with close relatives and friends, but on the, but the, the electrical tools and also stuff to, to really put back in the apartment immediately, the furniture and all that. It is, a, mm-hmm. I mean, when I did a rough calculation, they are costly. Yeah. There's yeah. no way, you know, we can get them immediately. And then luckily the government of Dominica came to her aid when they saw the extent of damage done as a result of the fire. Mm-hmm. They actually got an apartment rented in Granby. Right. But they also said they would assist in you know, any way possible. But as we know, I mean, being objective, the government cannot help everyone at the same right. time. And with everything as well. Right. Yeah, so I can tell that you're super proud of your children. So again, here we have two young people. You know, we talk about Dominicans and young people not wanting to work. We have two young people who want to work who want to be um, gainfully employed, but they have on.
they lost everything. So let us say good evening to everyone who's joining us via the Facebook Live. Don't forget to share the live. Let everyone know that we're here. Sandra Norris, I see you. Good evening. Thank you for being here. Um, Euclid um, Roy. Am I saying your name correctly? Uh, what part of the island? It's Grand Bay, um, Miss Royer, uh, if you're asking. We also have Rosalind Severin McLean is here with us. Great to see you, Rosalind. Aura Burton, nice to see you. Thank you for being here. Claudia Carlton, uh, Jean Merrifield Bannis, Roxas Benoit, Vernie Vash is all here. Anthony Simon, thank you for being here. Curly Langley, thank you for being here. So don't forget, share the live, let everyone know that we are here. And I think we have some comments already coming in. Uh, Sherry and Doriville corrected and said that it was Grand Bay. Thank you, um, Sherry Ann, for that. Uh, Jade Merrifield Bannis says, good evening. Um, Yuslid uh, Royer, really government help who they want to help. So you see, that's a whole other conversation and I'm sure that is a conversation we can have as well. But again, I just wanna show you guys what the fire uh, looked like that unfortunately engulfed the entire building where uh, both Afiliantes lived, uh, Ninka and Carl Lewis, and unfortunately they've lost everything. So we are just asking, for anyone who's able to do so to make a donation, I went ahead and pinned in the comment section the options for making a donation because I know there is so much need in our communities. There's so much need wherever we live, but we can all admit that some of us have even greater needs that are more urgent. So if there's any donation that you can make towards this too young promising people, and of course their mom is super proud of them, then I would really encourage you, no amount is too small, so I would really encourage you to make a donation. So um, Leanthea, you started telling us about the fire, so kind of just walk us through that again. So there was a neighbor and they left some candles burning, so yes. were their home um, destroyed as well in this fire? Well, actually, um they were not of sound mind. It's they are called like bagworm, what we say as paro. Yes, drug addicts. Right. So then the the, the, the guy, I mean, he has been on drugs for over the years, and he came by his um, immediate relatives. That was like a little abandoned um area. So he has been living there for some time. But the people recommended that they, he should not have been there because of his capabilities of negligence. You know, they mm -hmm. fought. With, with fire, he likes to use candles. He likes to use certain things that he maybe will not be aware that the danger of it. So then the, the relatives after the fire, he, they put him in another area where if he has to use fire, it is more of, of a, a, a concrete structure. Well, I mean, it sounds like he, he almost has to be supervised to ensure that he doesn't start another fire and cause somebody else their home and all their property. Right, right. That's so, unfortunate. Yes, but, yeah. but the Ninka structure actually, because I think because it was made out of plywood, it really went down so quickly. quickly. So quickly, even compared to his side. Right. There's still some part of his structure that is standing mm -hmm. as compared to Ninka structure. I, um, I so the, the firemen believe that because it was um made of plywood, that structure is easy to get on with fire mm -hmm. and so forth. So that was where we were because it happened within minutes, yes. you know. Yeah, so tell us when you were first alerted. So did someone call um, Ninka? How were you guys first alerted that there was a fire? And praise God, no one was in the house or were they? They weren't in the house, right? They were out. They were okay. out in the village. Okay. Then a friend of us who knew me very well and knew how I would have taken the news, knowing how close I am with all my children and mm -hmm. just knowing I left them just for about a few weeks, you know, six weeks of, and, and then I got that news. I got that call mm -hmm. and I was like, are you sure? Yeah. The person said, yes. So the instantly when the person told me Ninka house is on fire, I was like, what? And what happened? Was she there? And so forth. And he said, no, she was not in, but the neighbor from what she understood left these candles on mm -hmm. and then as a result of that the candles may have failed you know got in contact with with um clothing and so forth and then 
the fire occurred so quickly right and because it, they, they, we are neighbors and we are related so mm -hmm. it's like about the houses were like two, two to three feet apart very close range so you were the one who called ninka to let her know there was a fire no ninka actually ninka friend mm -hmm. called me from back okay. home okay. and she told me ninka is so devastated that ninka is not able to talk to me wow and then i i i, go, I was very hysterical and emotional mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i know the pain especially knowing that i was not on island mm -hmm. to be there to give the quick relief and comfort to them right. and you know so then from that moment i just i'm a very faithful and praying person mm -hmm. i had to pick up my strength because i know my strength is also their strength yes, strength absolutely right absolutely so right so 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 tell us um in terms of the community response because you know we're very big on the power of community on this program that we have the ability to assist each other even if you know we may rely on government for some things but i think it is so important that we can rely on each other and who knows what we may need tomorrow so yeah. you know as soon as we're done with this program i do plan on making a donation because i know that it is much needed but so tell us about if there's been any community support the red cross are there any social services in dominica well, that would well, someone like this who has lost everything. everything so let us kind of talk about that the community of grand bay if they've been able to support the community of dominica the red cross any organizations that we might consider if unfortunately someone else faces stated event in dominica well yes um generally i must say thank you to those who already made donations some people actually contacted me and let me know that they were dropping some clothing Good. some people also dropped food items some people gave cash donations because she made made it clear that um that same week she did a job she did two jobs during that period before the fire and I knew she told me because of our closeness, she told me she told me what job she did. And she told me she had the money there waiting to pay her monthly bills and would probably go to the bank and make some saving. But her priority was to pay her monthly bill. Mm -hmm. So she first, when when I got in contact with her about the fire later the evening, she said, Mom, my money to pay my bills all that burn in the fire oh my she had money in the yes house. she had money there and i knew she had it there before the fire because she told me before the fire she did a job and she had the money there waiting to pay some bills at the end of the month she didn't want to go to the bank yet to save some money unless she paid some of the bills that she normally pays monthly mm. because she's self-employed so when she told me about the money and other important things she had there i told her it's all right it's already lost. Mm -hmm. Let's focus on what God can do. I want you to build your strength. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we can do together. But I am a public person myself. Okay. Uh, I am used to publicity. I am used to people. I do trainings, workshops sometimes when the opportunity comes. So meeting and interacting with people has been a normal thing for me. Mm -hmm. But I know her. She does not like interacting publicly. Right. She always feels she's shy. She doesn't know if what she said, the people will accept what she said. So right. she rather let me do public speaking on her behalf when situation. And that's and that's absolutely fine. You know, it's good that you know you are their strength when they still need that strength because I can tell that you were teaching your birds how to fly away from the nest. Yeah. Because they had already done so successfully, and this is one of the reasons that this is so devastated that you've worked so hard to raise your children. Right. They yeah. were both on track. Uh, you know, Carl had an an interview lined up. And Ninka had her own little self-employment job that she started herself. And now here comes this fire. But you know, God has a plan. I always believe that God has a plan. It may be a devastating um, event right now, but something good is going to come out of all of this. So she has to be faithful and she has to be strong. And I want to thank you personally for being so strong for your children. But before we continue the conversation, let us just once again, again, greet everyone on the Facebook Live and thank them for being here. Katharina Durant, thank you for being here. Julia Pond, Joanne Bennett, Dorival, Grell, Josie. 
uh, Earthly Vidal, my mom, Medina Swanit, Simone James, Lovella James is watching. So thank you for being here. And also thank you for showing your support by being here. Don't forget, we've tagged the information with regards to how you can make a donation. Because I know we are all suffering. It's all been a devastated impact with COVID-19. But as you can see, there's some of us who are in even more urgent need in our community. And I certainly believe in the power of our community to help those who are most in need. So, uh, Leanthea, so now tell us where are they staying right now? So you said they got an, an apartment. It is in um, Grand Bay? Yes, in Grand Bay. Okay. And how has that been working out for them? Well, it is kind of um, fully um, unfurnished. It is unfurnished. So right. it's like Ninka, to, uh, Ninka told me, well, a, a friend donated a mattress and some other little stuff for her kitchen and so forth. But um, what she's saying is like all her kitchen stuff got burnt in the fire. And mm -hmm. some stuff I also had secured in a storeroom close by. Mm -hmm. You know, it also got burnt. So it's like mm -hmm. what I would have given them also from some stuff I had, mm -hmm. it was close range with the fire. Right. I had a barrel full of some stuff that I know she could also use mm -hmm. as a result of the fire. But when I called and I asked her, was anything secured in the barrel? She said, the barrel was not totally burnt, but everything got damaged in the barrel. Wow. That is mm -hmm. devastating. So I'm going to share um, the list of the items that um, you are looking at in terms of what the children need right now. So we see the bed, mattress, sheet sets, uh, pillows, all that information is listed there. And um, Leanthe, if you could tell us as well with regards to um, uh, the page, the Facebook page that we talked about where more information, if ever, anyone wants to make contact with you, they can go on that Facebook page and reach out as well. And also on the flyer, let me pull back up the flyer as well. Yeah. There's the contact information. So just tell us about um, the Facebook page, your Facebook page where folks can reach out to you as well. Well, I also have my personal Facebook page, which is Leanne Fairpacket. It's easy mm -hmm. to find me. And mm -hmm. also we have the Marcus Dominica, which is a consultancy business. So these are the two Facebook pages that we are using as a result of, of soliciting assistance or donation. Right. And Marcus is M-A-C-A-S? Yes. Dominica. Dominica. And yes. let me play the video one more time so everyone can probably take down the phone number that is listed as well. So give us one minute and. So again, just the information that we need in terms of how we can assist um, Ninka and her brother, um, Carl Lewis, who, oh, and Carl Lewis, that's the name of a runner. Yes, so, he was you know, named I have to draw on that fortitude. It just clicked in my brain that Carl <laughs> Lewis was an Olympic runner. <laughs> yes, he was named after Carl Lewis. <laughs> so, you know, he's going to have to tap into his namesake and get the strength to be mm -hmm. able to push um, forward. But this is a question for you as well as everyone on the Facebook Live, because I think it is so unfortunate we hear about this incident, but is there an organization in Dominica who is able, like if there's a fire, you know automatically, this is where I need to go to get assistance. Is, is there such an organization that's available like the Red Cross, or are you just left to your own to figure it out? Well, I was referred to the Red Cross. Uh, they said they don't do um, monetary assistance, but they do have some supplies that they can offer because they also assisted a lot after the hurricane. Mm -hmm. they, a lot of the assistance that they gave a lot of homeless people came from the Red Cross. Mm -hmm. But when I got in contact with them, they made it. They said they can assist according to 
the supplies that they have, although some of their supplies are limited. Yes, from their end, but, yes so they, yeah. they did make it clear that they may just have a few things they can assist with, not on a general term. Yeah, and the other the other aspect of this conversation we also look at, have to look at is counseling when something like that happens because I know that both your children are suffering and I'm just wondering if there's any opportunity to be able to speak to someone about, you know, I cannot imagine losing everything that I've worked for. Yes. I simply cannot imagine and I think most of us cannot even fathom the thoughts of losing everything that we've worked for, especially when you're just starting off yes. and you're starting to see the fruits of your labor, you yeah. know, um, coming to bear and then to lose everything. So is there anyone she's been able to talk to? Are there mental health services available for both of them to, to seek out? How is she handling this? Well, honestly, I did not get much support on this side because mm -hmm. I know back home, as you know, I don't know when last you were back between, in Dominica, mm -hmm. but even after the hurricane, people suggested a lot of that type of assistance to people who lost all their homes and different things. And it was very limited. I know we do not really have that kind of exposure, mm -hmm. but um, I can probably see maybe who I can look at. It's important. Yeah. It's important because my, my concern is that, you know, it, it stagnates their development yes. because yes. here they were, I'm sure they were excited to be what able to have their own place away from mom. They're independent. Mm. They're starting their lives together. Even if they had to shack up together, it's okay. Yeah. You're starting off. Yes. And now to have the rug pulled from under you like that, I just don't want it to become a situation where they are not able to rebound. Yes. You know, yes. And it's unfortunate that we don't pay enough attention to mental health True. In, in Dominica. So can you think, I don't know if you guys are affiliated with a church, oh. a, a group. Well, there was a program a few weeks before the fire. Sometimes I do listen to some of the programs by home. Mm -hmm. And I remember Carlton the one who represents Jolly's Pharmacy. Yes. He was actually talking about mental health. And I yes, he's been on here with me. Yes. Right. So I could yes. probably get in touch with him. Please. To see you how she can get somewhere. Because honestly, every day, I, I am one of her closest friends, you know, mm -hmm. and best friend. So I always, every day, every minute, I expect a message, a call, or something, some reaction. As a result of, of, of her depression, you know, right. so. and, and, and you know, we can't take it lightly because I think we take mental health way too lightly in Dominica and yes. we don't see the long term impacts mm -hmm. that it has on our people. So I would really encourage you to find someone she can speak to, a close confidant, uh, you know, someone from the church, someone from a group, someone she trusts. Yes, yes. someone she trusts to help her. To, to fight her way out of the darkness because depression is really, you know, just a very dark place to be. And sometimes it can be so difficult yeah. to get out from it. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I want to wish you well. I want to wish the kids well. We have Pauline Hector. Nice to see you, Pauline Hector. Is that Pauline Hector that went to convent with me? That name sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. Adelaide Joseph, great to see you. Don't forget to share the live. So as we get ready to wind down for this evening, um, Leanthea, again, I want to thank you for joining us, telling us all about, you know, your wonderful children and how they were started their lives and where they are right now. And praise God, you know, they have a roof over their head. Yes. But I think in addition to the supplies for the home, what I am really concerned about is for Ning, um, Ninka to be able to get back her supplies to do her work. So do you have any sense of what she needs in that area or she would know better? Well, as she said, um, some, most times, um, some, well, most of the tools are for electrical connections, mm -hmm. electrical repair works, electrical wiring. So those who have um, electrical background, Mm -hmm. They know exactly some of the tools. We we have a uh, testers, screwdrivers. Right. I I know sometimes she use drills. 
-hmm. Also, because sometimes when they go out, according to how hard the concrete work is, it is difficult to really go through. So I know she also used the megameter, something to that extent. Mm -hmm. So some are, these are some of those I am familiar with that she uses when she goes out to do the electrical wiring. Yeah, and you know, um, Loftus Dura is an incredible supportive supporter of this program, and um, I know he will eventually see this program. So hopefully, he as well as an electrician, oh, so great. hopefully he would be able to, um, you know, advise in terms of what she needs, and maybe mm -hmm. just lend a little hand, lend a little coaching, a yes, little support, yes. because again, we have to just tap into the power of our community to be able to help each other. Ready to wind down? Any final thoughts you want to share with us this evening? Honestly, I would really like to thank, especially those in the Grand Bay community who really came out during the fire, whilst the fire brigade was struggling to get the fire hydrant to, to connect. Many people came out and tried their best, you know, but again, it was beyond our control and everybody's control to get it under control. But um, what I really want to do before I leave is to thank you very much oh, for reaching welcome. out. Thank mm -hmm. Matt Peltier, who has been for weeks discussing with me, trying to get Ninka to come on air, but she was just not able, you know, and then eventually I ended up being the one when he spoke to me last week, I tell him, well, it's okay. I'll do anything to comfort my children. Mm -hmm. So if it means that I have to come on air, I will do it. And then when you also contacted me, I did message her. I sent her your message. She read it and she replied to me, Mom, talk for me, please. Mm -hmm. I, when, when she said that, I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. She would not have the strength to right. come on to really talk. I mean, I, I carry the pain, mm -hmm. but I am strong and brave enough to be out there and not be emotional because my emotional time is consumed. Now my time is to get back on track. Right. right. And... and yeah, and I also want to thank Matt Peltier because he's the one who sent your information to me. So very special thank you to Mr. Matthias Peltier Jr. over there at Q95, the big station, for doing your part to ensure that this message continues to spread. We're on Facebook Live, we're on YouTube Live, and also I will do a rebroadcast of this program on Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. You wanted to say something? Yeah, I just also want to really personally thank Vince, Honorable Vince Henderson. Mm -hmm. He came immediately mm -hmm. after that fire. He was on spot. They called him and he did come to, he came to their rescue. He actually called me personally after the fire and told me how he gave his support and that he will do as much as he can as the parliamentary representative for Granby to assist. But as we know, back home how the government system operates, the immediate need, it's not going to happen as soon as Ninka would have expected. Mm -hmm. So that's why when she reached out to me and said, mommy, so how are you, can, can you get me some help? Can you? She knows my potential. Right. So she came to me and asked me to get some help otherwise, because she knows sometimes from the government side, it is not, it's not that e as easy as she would have liked it to get certain things so that she could get back on her feet slowly. And but she has to be patient. You know, she had patient. I know she lost everything in a matter of minutes, but she also has to remember that it didn't take a couple of days for her to acquire to everything that she, that she had. So if anyone has anything from the list that we shared um, that you can donate to um, Ninka, and what would be a best way to get in touch with you guys? Is there a phone number or would you prefer email? How can the public get in well, touch? Well, WhatsApp. With you? We use WhatsApp a lot. Okay. Yes, and on, on the flyer, the, the, the WhatsApp numbers are there. And also those people who, who said they could um, donate from the U.S., I got a few calls from the U.S., from Matt program, when Matt had the program. So some people from the mm -hmm. US, there's a US number on the flyer. Also, there's the WhatsApp number. We also have an account at National Bank that some people are using to make donations. Mm -hmm. So the, normally when you do the, the donation, please put donation for Ninka, put something in that regard so mm -hmm. that we know exactly it's um, the donation for Ninka. 
Mm-hmm. And for those who will listen to this program on uh, Untapped Potential on the radio, the phone number, the contact number, 767-315-7442. Again, 767-315-7442. Or the U.S. phone number is 470-997-7769. One more time. is that U.S. phone number, and you'll be able to get all the other information. Um, Someone is asking, Rosalind, what is your Facebook name? So again, it is M-A-C-A-S, Marcus Dominica. You know how to spell Dominica. So that is one of the options on Facebook, Rosalind. And she also says, it is appreciated that you thank the government of Dominica for assisting you. Well, Rosalind, we have to thank everyone, right? So we have to thank the government of Dominica and we have to thank all the Dominicans, regardless of color, regardless of affiliation, who choose to come out and support. Because I think sometimes we get so caught up in this, you know, politics right. that blinds us to the needs of our people. So yes, it's important to thank the government of Dominica, but just as importantly, it is important to thank those who do not see party callers mm-hmm. and simply sees another Dominican who is in need so again, of a brother. you've just been listening to our Facebook Live interview that we did regarding uh, Ninka and Carl Lewis. And if you uh, can make a donation, you can assist them in any way. We would absolutely appreciate um, your efforts and your kindness. So moving along with the program, as always, we have the tip of the week. And this time we're heading over to NBC News for an article called Three Types of Motivation That Can Inspire You to Do Anything because that is what we are all about on this program. We are here to remind each other of the important life goals that we are working on and how do we remain consistent with those life goals. So again, NBC.com and the name of the article is Three Types of Motivation That Can Inspire You to Do Anything. And it begins by saying, we all have motivation that ebbs and flows. Some mornings you wake up Uh, energized to get to work and power through that to-do list. Others, Others, you smack the alarm clock, curse the morning, and give yourself an extra five minutes to dream about putting in your notice and getting the first flight out to a tropical locale. Not to mention the peaks and valleys that we experience within just one day. First thing in the morning with a workout and an espresso, under our belt, we're feeling like a walking advertisement for motivation. By the end of the afternoon munchies kick in, we're counting down the hours until we can throw in the towel. Sounds familiar? But identifying the why behind the actions you perform can make finding the motivation to do them easier on those days when you're feeling less than inspired, whether you're dragging yourself to the gym or fighting the mental battle against procrastination at work. Making a mental shift to reconnect to your source of motivation can give you the boost to get it done. So a very powerful article. So it goes into the three types of motivation. Uh, Number one is extrinsic motivation. Uh, Number two is intrinsic motivation. And let's see what the third is. And number three is family. So our family as a source of motivation. So let me just go ahead and read a little bit from the first type of motivation and see if you can identify with what they're saying. So extrinsic motivation, doing an activity to attain or avoid a separate outcome. Very powerful. According to research published in Contemporary Educational Psychology, extrinsic motivation is a construct that pertains whenever an activity is done in order to attain some separable outcome 
welcome, like exercising to lose weight, learning to speak Italian to impress your friends, or getting to work on time to avoid being yelled at by your boss. Extrinsic motivation is doing something for the external rewards you get from it. In your career, this includes financial gain benefits, perks, and even avoiding getting fired, says Shauna Clark, owner of Clark Executive Coaching, a leadership development company. When you find your inspiration waning, refocusing on external rewards is a quick way to recommit to a goal or activity, whether that be performing well at work or sticking to an exercise routine. If you find yourself grumbling through your commute each day to perform a job you're not crazy about, try focusing on the external rewards, be it the paycheck that pays your rent, the health insurance, or even the free fruit in the cafeteria to get motivated. So just one aspect of motivation. And I think what is even more important than external motivation and extrinsic motivation is intrinsic motivation. So if we're talking about external motivation as the perks that keep us motivated, I think you can already see what intrinsic motivation will be. So I want you to read this article. I want you to go ahead and jump on NBC.com and look for the three types of motivation that can inspire you to do anything. Because I think that that is how we get to be consistent with the important goals that we have set for ourselves. So go ahead and check it out. And if you want to connect with me and tell me what you thought about this particular piece of information, you can always shoot me an email at pushpast10 at gmail.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 at gmail.com. Now, speaking of uh, Push Past 10, you know we always have a featured video for you, and this week is no exception. Our featured video is a program that I did last Wednesday on Roots Connections on Q, and the program was about if we are missing financial opportunities because we are simply not uh, pursuing the correct career path. So again, the topic was, are we missing out on financial opportunities because we are not pursuing the right career paths? So we had the likes of uh, Dr. Randy Glean, uh, Miss Alethea uh, uh, Tulo, as well as Ophelia Olivache Marie's daughter, Terry and Bino, as well as Mr. Simeon Joseph. And they joined us for a very, very important conversation on the importance of ensuring that we're steering our children in the right direction with regards to their career. So take a look. It is posted now on pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com for that information. And as always, when you're there, don't forget to click on the past podcast to ensure that you uh, get to listen to all the previous podcasts of the episodes for Untapped Potential. So here we are at the end of the program. It is always great to be here with you as we get powered up and energized for the week ahead. I hope that you're feeling a little bit more uplifted because you know the world is such a dark place these days that I want this to be a source of inspiration and hope for you. So I hope that you found the information to be quite uplifted and that you will be back with us next Tuesday from 5.30 Eastern Standard Time right here on TDN Radio for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. So until then, I want you to enjoy your week. Find a reason to be happy. Remember, happiness is a choice. So we can always choose to be happy despite everything that is going on around the world. Remember to tap into your potential because all the challenges that you faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay active and stay engaged until we meet right back here next week at the same time you have yourself a wonderful